0: Let's try something a little different. Fuck it, right? Let's um, let's have some fun. Fuck around. See what comes out of this. You don't really need an introduction. Not really, right? I mean, you know what the name of this damn podcast is, and you know more or less who I am. So that doesn't really need much explanation. Um, and I suppose you clicked on it because the topic interests you. Personally, right? Loneliness. I mean, we all get lonely. And finding ways around that is useful and helpful for all of us. So I spoke with Tamar Lieberman. She's the CEO of It's July, uh, which is a young early-stage startup that helps families connect with one another. And she's put a lot of thought into this. So I thought it'd be cool to hear what she's found out and what works and what doesn't. And what are the mechanics behind families becoming friends with one another? Because, well, why not? the future is terrifying (laughs) oh gosh Um, yeah so where to begin Um, I think my first question is um, do you think Kanye West is an anti-Semite or (laughs) I'm joking
1: drilling down that uh, rabbit hole (laughs) I can talk about it
0: do you have an opinion no no (laughs) Everyone in the world has an opinion yeah, on one guy for no reason. And some uh, of
1: them are loud about it, right?
0: Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so Don't much attention on on one guy ranting about the Jews. Yeah. Um, but, no, I mean, tell me how um, um, how you got started with, with the company. It's, well, first of all, where does the name come from? It's July.
1: So, it's July... When we established it, Sulai, it was born of a need of trying to find a platform that is dedicated for the traveling families. Mm. So, information for families, it, traveling families, is very fragmented and uh, scattered across many sites and blogs and online communities, right? So, we were trying to build a hub, kind of a recommendation engine, yeah. uh, based on user generated content, UGC um for all the family friendly hidden gems in the city uh july is the first month of the summer it's summertime, happy time memories time vacation time yeah july.com was half a million dollar (laughs) it's july was two so it'd be two dollars yeah
0: (laughs) oh there there you go finally we get to the uh the real reason no uh, yeah and I guess that's also the time when every all the families are off, right?
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's kind of it uh, if you think about Monday, it's kind of the same concept. Okay.
0: So and, and what was the inspiration for for the company?
1: So I'm a mother of four. Uh um, what how old are your kids? I have kids from six to eighteen. Whoa.
0: Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Okay.
1: And um, living in the city, but traveling a lot. Um, as a family or just as you? As a family. Yeah? Yeah. So we travel what, a lot. How
0: come? What explains that?
1: Um, you just like to travel? We like to travel. My partner was traveling for about three years before we met. Uh, we did a road trip in Australia. We did backpacking in Mexico.
2: Wow. And Wait, you, some... you
0: backpacked with four kids? No, to... Oh.
1: I only had one when okay. I did that. But, <laughs> okay, still. Uh, yeah. My God. Um, And it's really difficult to find information for families. Yeah. Really difficult. Yeah. And you can filter on TripAdvisor, for example. Yeah. You'll get, uh, you know, box standard results.
0: Why, why is that really hard to get information for families? I'm trying to think about it in my head, but...
1: I think families as a segment is really uh taking care of hmm, so it's always another filter, but uh, It they don't have dedicated platform tailored to their needs in many many different uh, yeah um,
0: So what like what for example, what what's missing when families are looking to go travel?
1: Just getting you know the cool places, the local places, the where you can have high chair for your children, or mm. it's easy to walk, a nice playground. Think of the, um, the the new playground in the in for example. Yeah, tourists don't know about it. Mm. Um, I don't even know about yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> so a wooden playground, a hidden wooden playground, mm. um, where you can find the local families and a local cafe. Uh, the end of the day, most of us are going always to the to the tourist traps when when we travel. And the new trend of traveling is to find experiences and local experiences and feeling like a local and traveling with a local and yeah. all of those um, trends in traveling. And really, I think also um, feeling the culture and drilling into the community that you visit yeah. um, but I when mean, you do it with when you do it as a family, it's much more harder.
0: Um, so, you have four kids, I have three young boys, and every time we go on vacation, there is this sort of dread of like, okay, we have to entertain these little monsters, you know, for 12 hours a day, right, so we've got to find activities for them. Like, that. that's sort of the main concern when, let's be honest, my wife does <laughs> all the planning. Um, and that That is right. There is no sort of centralized place. Like, it's you really have to Google search that, which is fine, right? I mean,
1: you usually ask a lot of questions on Facebook groups, right? That are relevant, or just you know, search and search and read. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah, Facebook, Facebook, she, she relies on a lot. Yeah. Um,
1: so the idea was to centralize everything and build a recommendation engine focused on families. Um, and using local knowledge, so okay. actually we onboarded a lot of local experts mm-hmm. uh, from Europe. So we launched in Berlin, Amsterdam, Copenhagen, and London two years ago. And when COVID hit, but we decided to um, to keep on going, and
0: even though the travel was yeah dead. Basically. The
1: idea was basically, okay, travel is. Not here for a while. Yeah. We didn't know that it will last for so long. Right. But the idea was to build a community that will give us a lot of information and data and uh, and recommendation. Mm-hmm. It will it gave us time to build a platform. And the idea was to launch when COVID will be over.
0: How did you feel at this point in time with COVID?
1: When COVID hit, we were two months in. It's July. Yeah. It was difficult, very difficult. I think for two weeks we were shocked. We didn't work, we didn't talk. Wow. And then we understood that this can be an opportunity because a lot of companies will not survive it. And uh, maybe we can rise from the wrecks Mm. and build something new. Okay. Um, Fast forward, we got accepted to Techstars a year ago.
0: Okay, Techstars, just because I'm also not really clear what that is. It's, it's an accelerator.
1: Okay. It's an American accelerator, mm-hmm. which operates uh, globally. They have a branch in Tel Aviv, so we were accepted to, to that accelerator. Mm-hmm. And um, preparing to d- d- the program, uh, we met with so many experts and leaders and advisors and investors. Yeah. Um many of them didn't like its July as a recommendation engine. They thought it's not scalable, it's not fundable. The X factor is missing. It's another recommendation engine.
0: Wait and, and in all this period, you know, a- after the COVID shock and then like how were you faring mentally? How were you doing with all that?
1: After the first lockdown, everything you know was really exciting because we mm. were thinking that it's over and we are building the next TripAdvisor for families. Wow! Um, so a lot of good things happened to us. We onboarded so many experts. We had, we launched soft launched the the MVP that we had. Yeah. Many recommendations on the platform, cool recommendations on the platform. We still have them, um, but what we understood very quickly. And it, was, it, it wasn't it. was like the idea came in a session that we had, a me, like a founder session, brainstorming. Yeah. But it was after a lot of research and deep diving with our users. So mm. we had a big community of users, and we talked to them a lot. And we had um, Zoom meetings, and we, we, we were chatting with them, and right. conversation, and Zooming with a lot of them. And we understood that it's not just about uh, getting the knowledge, but meeting the people behind. So not just understanding where is the cool cafe, but maybe I can meet you and Kobe with your three sons, and if we, I have kids at the same age, we can go together, and my kids can meet local kids and understand more deeply the culture and meet new friends and new um, new lifestyles yeah. and... Uh, and uh, That can be much more interesting as a family, and we felt like it's building a new category Mm. um, in the travel industry. Uh, So we pivoted and basically parked, I can say also maybe threw away (laughs) the platform that we have built for about a year Mm -hmm. and relaunched the product. And what we did is it was last summer, so the summer of 21, so, again, skies are closed, no traveling, no international traveling. Yeah. Uh, so we took Israel as a test market, um, launched a lot of Wix pages, and basically tried the idea and uh, waited to see what the users or the families have to say about it. And it was crazy because families didn't stop registering to a <laughs> Wix page. Really? no platform behind it. Uh, the matching was manually, so everything was basically uh, driven to uh, an Excel sheet. Yeah. And we were doing the matching according to the ages of the kids, hobbies, and so on, location. Um, Wait,
0: you, and, you were manually matching families?
1: Yeah. And then oh. calling them or, or, <laughs> or, or uh, opening a WhatsApp group together with them. <laughs> oh, my and, God. Uh,
0: you, like, you personally were? Uh,
1: everyone in the team.
0: Wow. How many people are, are? We
1: are three co founders. Uh, so the
0: three uh, of you were, were. Yeah. Oh my God.
1: Yeah. And uh, so we quickly understood there was something and began building. It's July from scratch again. And what was the something? As a platform.
0: What was the something that you. The, the something
1: was a lot of families registering with almost zero budget to the platform. So hundreds of them. Mm mm-hmm.
0: um, No, but what was driving
1: them to to register? Meeting new families, new friends. As we um, published it, it was more of uh, introducing our family to a new culture, a new lifestyle. So it was still about traveling. Uh, So I, as a family, went to a family in Klil. Uh, in the village Klil that built their house out of mud and they we had a tour in their house oh, and wow. we had a mud workshop and so on. But there were all kinds of experiences happening between families. Um, planting and going to a hike together or uh, having a fire pit together at a moshav uh, and New York for Saba, yeah. all kind, picking avocados and mangoes, kayaking through the, the Yerden with another family. Wow. So there were all kinds of experiences happening between families. Um, and the idea was to launch it July back again in Europe after building uh, the platform um, as needed. And we did so while well, the Omicron <laughs> gave us again another stop but uh, we relaunched it July, in April, so April twenty two. Okay. Um,
0: Which feels like a hundred thousand years ago at this point. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but again, I think that the fact that we exist for two years, but with this product relaunching just half a year ago, yeah, it always felt like we are um, yeah starting over or in the beginning. Um, and what we discovered when we launched in Europe is that families don't use it for traveling at all. So 90% of our families were asking to be matched with another family locally. Mm. And then we understood that we are solving a different problem. Right. And uh, Which is? Which is loneliness for families. Um, Isn't that crazy? Crazy. There's people everywhere. <laughs> it's hard for us I think uh, as Israelis maybe to yeah. understand it, the concept but loneliness is a epidemic right a health epidemic all over the world uh different ages different groups uh different segments and as families they feel the same so they usually don't live near their parents or families or sisters and brothers and so on they don't live near their um Childhood friends, they move around, yeah. um, and it's 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 a, it's a new, I think, sort of communication that maybe I don't, I'm not sure about you, but I'm for sure maybe is too old to talk about Tinder and Bumble and Hinge <laughs> and all of those platforms. But the young, the millennial families, they met their partner yeah. apparently like that.
0: I uh, the last episode I did was on online dating apps. I said it again. Dating apps, um, and uh, I was I'm, I'm not a fan. Let's put it that way. Um, but um, yeah, no, I I I hear you. I, I do wonder though, because when I think about um, how, I I guess I have two questions. One is is this a COVID thing? Like I know that more and more families are. Well, I don't know about families, but families are moving to the cities and then they move to the suburbs. But it's, as you said, right, not necessarily with their close family. And they rely more, I guess, right, on making friends through their kids, right, through their, their the network of their kids. So kids make friends, then they become friends with the parents and so on and so forth. But then with COVID and all the lockdowns and no school, that was just taken away from, from so many families. Right?
1: right. So COVID made it more difficult but Mm -hmm. it was there before a new research that was published in 2022 for example um reported that twice as many parents compared to non-parents are feeling isolated and left behind from their surroundings wow so we also onboarded a researcher from stockholm she's french but she's doing a phd in stockholm and she's uh she's researching this topic. Okay. Uh, wow. So she's also feeding us with a lot of data, and it's really, really, really interesting to look at it. Uh, but I, I think that the, the, the main thing that was really interesting for us is just understanding that we we had this passion towards something, and uh, the market told us otherwise. Right. This is great. Yeah. But traveling is a feature on its July. You can use it while traveling. But you are solving a much larger problem for us. Yeah, um, and it was really exciting to understand that.
0: Yeah, because I remember, you know, as you were describing the the travel feature, I was thinking if I were to go to, say, I'm naming a random country like Romania, and I have got matched with a family there, it would be really, really hard to connect, right, because of the language barrier. But if I'm, if I'm if we speak the same language and you know that usually happens when you're in the same country it's much 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 easier and you have so much more to connect about i, I would think
1: yeah so first of all english is a common second language for most of the people
0: well you're from sweden so yeah. that's cheating yeah
1: <laughs> maybe <laughs> but uh kids especially young kids they don't need language to hook up or uh, mm. right they play yeah so uh, and it worked actually. So the, the traveling is working. We have ten percent of families using it to lie while they're traveling. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, most of them are looking for family friends to hang out. Uh, the platform today is very diverse. So we have single parents, we have same-sex parents, we have children with disabilities, we have multicultural families, expats families, so all kinds of families. Wow. And I think this is also really interesting. Uh, So it's not a problem of... uh, I cannot describe our target audience as as one type of family. Yeah. Um, Everyone are looking... I think that also, when you talked about it as well, when you're looking for family friends, the most important thing is the ages of the kids, right?
0: That's the... When I asked my wife, she's like, how would you even use this platform? She's like... I want to know how old the kids are. Yeah.
1: So <laughs> when we match, well, the algorithm.
0: That's all she said, by the way. Yeah.
1: So that's the first um, parameter it takes under consideration, of course, so the kids' ages, which is really important.
0: And does it does it also sort by uh, sex? Boys to boys, girls to girls? Or doesn't Gender,
1: really not yet. It's, a, it's an interesting question because uh, young children doesn't matter. Right. When they get older, sometimes it does. Um, so yeah, it's something that we are adding now. Mm-hmm. It might uh, we need to explore that how it affects the matching?
0: Yeah, when you when you think about it for your for your family, what what would be the parameters for you? Like if you traveled, or if you wanted to meet up with a a, a, st- a random family, what would you? Put on the platform. So I
1: I I would look for same same ages for sure. Yeah. And uh, not the same gender for my kids. It does most of them. <laughs> it doesn't matter. And um, you have boys, girls. I have two and two. Two and two. Okay. Um, but hobbies. So mm. I would look for like-minded families, and most of the families are looking for that. So I can share, for example, that. A lot of families uh, share a lot in a lot of information about themselves in order for us to better the match. So they share about the languages that they speak, mm. and they share about the hobbies of the kids and the hobbies of themselves, and if they like to travel, or they are homeschooling their kids, or they are nomad family, wow. or they are uh, enthusiastic about Minecraft. So anything that uh, <laughs> that is important about your family, or they like. And uh, not to do sport or to swim or yeah. to, to surf or anything. Uh, so this gives us gives us a lot of information about the family and wh- what is the right match for them. Um,
0: what do you What do you think that their uh, families are trying to broadcast when they share all this information? It's
1: interesting because I think what's interesting in it's July, uh, and I'm flattering myself, but again, it's it's I think the first platform that. Uh, um has an ambition to create a family profile so you're not talking about a personal or solo profile like in linkedin facebook instagram mm-hmm. and so on mm-hmm. it's a family profile yeah it's so crazy so um you 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 could in the future have many entities entering the same profile right yeah. and it's a place to showcase your family so uh and you want to do it right the best you can, right, right. so uh, <laughs> the best pictures and the best data, and uh, and uh, and it's interesting what families are sharing about themselves. But again, at the same time, they are very very honest. Also, some photos oh, yeah? are, are very funny. For example, a family uploaded a, a family p- profile, a family photo profile of their uh, the entire family sleeping. <laughs> in their bed with babies and children and everyone on top right. of one another. So, um, so I think
0: it, if if I if I if I were to look at that picture and I see a family sh- showing themselves as if they were lazy or whatever, it's like, a, yeah, you know, we're not the perfect household. We have our lazy days. Like exactly. we're chill. We're not judgmental. Like I think that's the thing yeah, that they're kind exactly. of broadcasting. Yeah, exactly. Interesting. Um,
1: and again, that, think of common? the... To what to share uh, like this
0: sort of down to earth vibe,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, and a lot of families are ty- cynical about it, but uh, <laughs> really, what but do you the mean? bios that they describe are usually very funny or mm-hmm. very yeah. enlightening or inspiring. Okay, I think that's um, like they when they sit and and fill out the the form or yeah. the onboarding session of uh, the profile, it's something that they really enjoy. We added now. Uh, the option to, to add tags about your family. So it helps us, of course, to, uh, right. to structure the data. But for them, it's very, very easy. And for now, we enable eight tags for a question, and most of the families choose eight tags. So we're like, okay, let's add more.
0: What are examples of these? Uh, so
1: it, it's it's tags about what your family likes to do. So it can be mm. drinking, eating, food <laughs> lover, um, okay, uh, travel, and so on. Um, I think it's also interesting that it's it's uh, it works across Europe. So yeah. the Nordics, the UK, mm. Western Europe. Uh, we also launched in the United. Uh, um, Arab Emirates now. Oh wow! Um, there's a lot of uh, I can share that a lot of expats family on board. Of course, there are. The, I think right. they are the early adapters of this platform. Mm. New country, uh, they don't I- haven't integrated yet to the local uh, right. environment and so on. Right. And there's a huge community of expats in in the those areas. Is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so yeah. this inter- will be interesting to see how it goes. Um, I
0: find it interesting that. Um, so what's, you tell me if I'm wrong, but what's driving people onto the platform is this sense of loneliness, right? That they don't have this family, best friend thing in their lives and they really won't. But they don't they don't portray that on the platform. Like we are lonely and therefore, but it's more like we're super fun or we're super chill. Sometimes or,
1: they share that they, uh, they are looking for friends okay. or they share, for example, that they are new in town or new in mm, the city and so mm, on. Mm-hmm. Um I think that the purpose of the match is to connect. Yeah. And th- but then afterwards what you do with each other can be anything. So you can chat about anything, you can discuss. We are launching now the in-app chat so you can discuss mutual interests, you can ask questions, you can ask her for a commentation you mm. can ask about the new school that was opened in the neighborhood and you can also set up to meet in real life. But the idea is to connect you in many levels. So it's not just about finding friends; it's also about getting information, mm. uh, local information, or or, or, or um, information about the same interests that you have. So there are a lot of options to explore the, the the platform, not only uh, to set up to meet in real life.
0: Yeah, wow. So and how many how many families are are on this uh, platform so far?
1: So um again we launched in April and our um uh, uh, numbers are growing really 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 nicely. Knock on wood. Yeah. Um This is wood, right? Yeah, yeah I hope so. <laughs> uh it's Google. Everything is real here. Um I think that uh, w- so we have um uh, Thousands of families on the platform. Thousands? Yeah. And wow. growing like...
0: How do, how do families um, get to know your platform?
1: So we use um, um, local ambassadors uh, that are... Sp- for now, it's the only channel that we use. They are spread across Europe and they share about us. There are people like me and you. That really liked uh, the idea and the vision and the mission that we are mm. uh, um, after, uh, so they joined us and they share about it's July uh, on social media, mm-hmm. on Facebook, mm-hmm. Instagram, and so on. Yeah, and they uh, bring traffic.
0: How how um how deep. How how deep can you explore the connection between families? Like f- so, for example, there's um. There's this one family that uh, ours is very close with. We even talk about moving to a small town together. Oh, wow. And, uh, yeah, yeah, it's crazy. And uh, for me, what, what always what blows my mind about them is that it works on every single level. So it works uh, parents to parents, parents to kids, kids to kids. It even works so well that their parents, you know, like, we, we, like Grandparents. There's, there's, there's just love up and down and across Amazing. all the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um so can you interview the um can, can you interview the kids or can you interview the grandparents like how how far do you want to take this
1: So I think that's um
0: I want babysitters.
1: Yeah. <laughs> 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 when we ask um I think when the magic happens between the kids first of all so mm. everything falls like falls in place. Yeah. Um we do have a lot of testimonials from the children about um uh, No way. Yes. Uh I, I think for them it's really exciting because um they also search for family friends to hang out with, right? It's a Yeah. It, it actually electi- makes
0: makes me think are kids lonely? Like if if families are lonely, does I mean the kids are themselves more lonely than than they used to be? Is that your sense of things?
1: I'm not an expert on that. I can I know that loneliness is is um is an epidemic or a health epidemic. That mm-hmm. uh, for example in the UK there's a minister of loneliness. What? Yeah. So it is a problem. Wow. Um, I Which guess so social media platforms. Sure. They don't help. Yeah. Towards uh, solving that problem, uh, but what we are doing is adding another social platform yeah. but in order for them to eventually yes meet in real life or make established connections
0: yeah pe- people that know me um, they uh, get tired of, of me sort of banging on about the ills of the smartphone i'm i'm not a a, a complete anti um, smartphone type I, i'm actually very grateful for them but um it is weird that you know part of our you know our atomized existence now is part of that like we're on the phone and so we don't we don't need to meet anymore to talk we can just talk on our phones and so that means less in person time and and then it's like it's interesting that's a technology kind of exacerbates the problem and then we use technology to then try to solve for it you know i mean i actually really like the concept that you're you're doing as opposed to like the tinder stuff which i think only makes the problem worse but this is this is really cool um so, so, thousands of families and and where in the world, so this is in uh
1: so basically we op we when again when we launched in April, we launched in Copenhagen and London, yeah, <clears throat> we chose those two very different markets and culture to basically prove that it can happen anywhere, yeah, um, and today we are open in more than forty destinations, oh wow, across mainly across Europe. Um, actually, Ireland is gonna be the 41, I think, opening. Um, a lot of organic growth we had. Yeah. Uh, so we didn't plan to open so many destinations, but um, it it spread across Europe, uh, so we are not stopping it. Um, <laughs> Good. We are live in Turkey, Poland, Finland, uh, the UK, the Netherlands, Germany is one of our biggest market Spain France Italy
0: is the growth the same in, in every market more or less
1: no not the uh, both the growth and the conversion is different you can see
0: what do you mean by conversion
1: so families that come to our platform visit the platform and then uh, converting into a user or a family okay opening a profile okay. is different in different markets okay um, so some markets are harder and some markets are easier. Yeah. Um, but we have a really nice conversion rate and it's very steady. So from the f- ev- like month over month, uh, one of the seven family uh, families that visit the platform open a family profile, which is crazy. It's 12% mm. um, conversion rate. Um i I sign to to have this number on scale when we scale uh it's a great number but uh yeah and the the idea is to move to an app so we are a web app now um and adding all the features that are still missing yeah uh,
0: what what what's <clears throat> what's um th- do you do you make the plans in um like, the, are, you, are you the one in the household that's in charge of uh, these sort of social connections or is it a shared thing with your, like in, in my house, my wife is just, she's a, dom, a domino in this, like she, she's amazing, you know, she really takes care of all this stuff. I'm just sort of whatever, I'll show up, I'll behave well. Um, I promise not to make too much, um, too much mayhem, but how does it work in your family?
1: So it's a good question. I have a master in gender studies. I'm very. Uh, I'm a big feminist. I'm also the head of the alumni organization of the gender studies program. So yeah. I'm not the solo head. I am the co-head. Uh, we are two uh, f- women uh, leading that. But um, it's also a matter of personality, I guess, in our house. Uh, so I do lead most of the decisions. Uh, but it is a very... Hopefully, oh, I want to say an equal household Oh, no, I'm not
0: like asking that. like
1: um am I'm, I'm, I'm Within the, the laundry, you're asking about the making leading the decisions and uh no
0: right? I, I was I could, what I'm trying to get to is like if if you're the one designing this thing and you're the and you seem to be tell me if I'm wrong, but you, you are the one who's sort of more in charge of that area aspect of family life. So what are the things that you uh, have noticed that aren't on the platform yet that you wish were there? Like, if this was tailored to you, what what are the kind of things that you would want to add?
1: So maybe um, chatting in more larger groups. So, for example, I connect families one-on-one. But maybe if I connect, like, I match a group of families that has the wow. same interests, or maybe they live in the same neighborhood... They can uh, benefit from one another. Does again? It doesn't need. They don't have to meet, but they can maybe have similar advice or recommendations for each other. Uh, so like, this is something that we are exploring as well. Maybe adding like for, a group chat
0: for what exactly? Like again, give me a real world example. So
1: I, there's a new. I, I I I need to send my my child to a new kindergarten. Okay. Or find a a nanny or something. Mm -hmm. Um, So I can ask, based on destination, a family that is like-minded like like me. So we will have the same Mm -hmm. uh, values and so on. We're looking for the same thing in a kindergarten. And then I can ask a group of people. And not just random Facebook. Exactly. Facebook, there's
0: no... There's no screening involved. Exactly. It's just whoever opines exactly, and so you kind of have to do more research yeah. after that. Okay, so
1: the so the matching is really important because then I can ask again, people that I feel are like me or have we share some mutual things between us. Right. Um, it's not, for example, it's not the first child; it's the third. So maybe things are, you know, you you want it to be near the house because. Life is hectic. So yeah. there are kind of different um, categories that you take into consideration. Yeah. Uh, so there's a lot of things. Or, or our, our children love Plego. And there's a new Lego in Amsterdam. Uh, <laughs> a new company that was established uh, from wood. And I want to ask about it. And there's another family from... I don't know, Helsinki, that want to ask about. So there's a lot of th- things that we can think about that can be interesting in yeah. a like-minded group chat. Yeah. Um, there's a lot, I think that there's a lot, there are a lot of options to what can we offer families if we have them all like on the same platform. Think about it. How, there's, there are no platforms that are dedicated for families. Right. Crunchbase just shared an article, it's a new article was really exciting for us to read about it because they shared about a new category that is now um growing which is for families and it's called famtech so not not femtech which is female yeah uh, but famtech family tech okay um and it is a category that is really interesting because it's a huge market um Families don't have a lot of dedicated platforms yeah. that are uh, tailored to their needs, it, as we said.
0: So so there's this, right, what you're doing. What what other kinds of things would fall under that umbrella of, fa- of tech?
1: So a lot of solutions that requires, for example, uh, babysitting. So there are mm. a lot of, in, in the States, platforms that are trying to tackle that. Um, tackle the... Um, at driving to after-school activities, so there is now a new platform that is doing um, carpool.
2: Mm-hmm. Really,
1: between between parents actually uh, from the okay. same area. This make makes sense, right? I think uh, you should just buy
0: all these companies. <laughs> <laughs> just put it all in yeah. July. <laughs>
1: exactly. Interesting. Think about it. Why not? Uh, yeah, it should be on our roadmap. <laughs> can add it
0: what did that um, person at Techstar say to you like what's the so what factor or something I,
1: the X factor
0: The X, here's your X factor yeah just own the whole yeah. space
1: yeah yeah <laughs> interesting <laughs> why not yeah actually you know once we establish uh, this hook for families as a matching platform we can think of a lot of solutions that we can offer them yeah of course yeah hell yeah
0: Um, it's just, I mean, again, I'm, I'm kind of, my wife, she takes care of most of the planning. Um, but I do know that inside her mind, there's a million things going on about what to do and how to arrange and on top of, you know, working and all that stuff. So yeah, I, I can imagine a little bit of help from an app or something to help you sort that stuff out would be very useful and very popular for a lot of families um, you you mentioned that um that you uh, have a master's in gender studies right What 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 is that exactly like, is it just the people like me or um the, the devil and <laughs> or what what's the general thrust of, of gender studies just like how there's inequality between the genders and
1: Basically, you put on the gender glasses and then look at everything through that perspective. Okay. So you examine history, art, law, any Whoa. any discipline, and uh, with the glasses of gender. And okay. It's it's a really eye opening. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, degree. Uh, highly recommended.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, are you're still involved. You said right, you're. Yeah. In, in what capacity? Are you teaching?
1: No, I'm not teaching. I'm, again, it's a volunteer organization that we established for, uh, for alumni. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that choosing to study gender in first degree or master, um, you come out with, the, after the degree, with a lot of passion, but also anger about, like, Once you put the glasses, you can't take them off. Mm -hmm. And then you see inequality in a lot of spaces around you. Uh, So we are trying to, first of all, have this connection and talk about it between us and then do actions. Uh, So it can be an activity towards something that we are passionate about or uh, also... um, getting involved still in the academic world in terms of still reading academic uh, researchers and so on so once you s- you step out of the university you are yeah. not um familiar anymore with all the materials the new materials yeah so f- that this is just an example we organized a book club that we can meet with um teachers from the university and get the hottest information about gender, and still be involved in that way. Again. Okay. So basically, you get the tools and the language that can speak the gender inequality in the world, and then use it as you as you <laughs> wish.
0: When you, I mean, you, so you're obviously a founder. Your your co-founders are also all are all women, right? Yeah. Um, I, th- I remember I did an article once. I, I used to be at uh, Bloomberg News here in Israel, and um, I did an article, a short one, once about women in tech, mm-hmm. and um, the numbers were, you know, they were pretty lopsided, right? I think it was something like 10% of companies, startups in Israel are founded by women, I think, or or at least had one woman co-founder.
1: Yeah, the numbers is, yeah, it's lower. but Yeah. yeah.
0: So, is there like an added motivation for you to, or, or are you just, you're really passionate about this and, you know, it's just a...
1: It's not that I chose um, uh, in purpose to onboard uh, female founders with... No,
0: it. I mean, what you're doing um, as a founder yourself, right? Is that sort of go hand-in-hand hand with, with what you studied and, and the glasses that you... For sure. Along.
1: Yeah. For sure. It's embedded in me, so it's it's like I use it every day. I think that uh, I'm also involved in Yuzamiyot organization. It's, uh, what is that? It's an organization that... Uh, it's a community, actually, of, again volunteer Um, that was established by Hilal Wilbrenner, who is a serial entrepreneur. Um, This is a woman, yes? Yeah, yeah. It has been here for the past 12 years, I think. We are celebrating Bet mitzvah. But uh, (laughs) it's basically promoting and giving tools to female entrepreneurs in Israel, tech entrepreneurs um, at any stage. It's a community of, I think, nearly 7,000 f- females. Again, some of them are just dreaming of being an entrepreneur or have a great idea and they want to get the knowledge how to move forward. And some of them are after an exit or two. So uh, it's a really interesting community and we do a lot of um, um, interesting program. One of them was actually with Google for Startups. So they had uh, Google for Startups for Moms. Mm-hmm. Uh, that were on uh, maternity leave, so they met and uh, once a week, I think, and uh, and so on. And we have programs with AWS and Microsoft, yeah. and uh, all kind of programs to help and promote female entrepreneurs. What what
0: what makes it so? Well, besides the fact that it's just extremely difficult to found a company and, and run it and make it a successful one. I mean. The the your start to its July was sounds pretty rough. Um, you you know you persevered and you kept on and here you are. Um, what? So so besides the fact that as a baseline it's really really hard to found and run a startup. What else is it that makes it so lopsided the numbers between men and women? Do you think?
1: So there are not a lot of role models. Mm. So when you don't see them, right? You don't you don't think about it as an option. Um and do you, then,
0: do you tr- try to model yourself as someone like that for other women is that is that why you're involved in these I I'm not trying to you know but seriously yeah.
1: yeah um I hope to be one uh, I hope I am now um I I myself look at other female founders um Who are your uh, role models So I usually look not so far but uh, close So if I'm doing a seed round, I will look for female founders that are on A round and B round, Mm. and I will talk to them and get the real tools. Because um, looking at female founders that, uh, you know, are really successful is amazing. But uh, to get that for inspiration, but to get the day-to-day value or tools or advice is just to look at someone that is one step, two steps yeah 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 yeah
2: yeah yeah
0: Yeah, it's so cool the way mentorship works right yeah Because you ask someone who's a little like one or two or three steps ahead of you and you're just you're asking them questions and you're plot you're trying to plot yourself where they were on their journeys like is it is it, am I going through exactly the same thing that that person exactly. went through and if so yay and if so oh my and if not oh my god I'm, I'm a total failure this is not going right right yeah yeah that's so cool I mean, it works both ways, yeah, between men and women. It doesn't really matter, yeah. right? Mentorship yeah. is it's just sure. it's yeah. an amazing yeah. thing that yeah. we humans have. Um, do, you, do you mentor uh, people as well?
1: No, I do volunteer in Right. So for example, we established now a program uh, for female founders. We call it the Salon of Yat. Okay. And it's a meeting that we do once in four or five weeks. And we bring uh, someone... Um, an expert in a specific field again to give a tools like real tools not inspiration uh, for those founders and we established a really nice group that are s- uh, basically in the similar in a similar stage yeah. of the startup life yeah um so it's it's a uh, it's like an homogenic Cohort, if we can say so. Okay. Uh, so they can also um, benefit from one another, right? As well.
0: What 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 kind of tools do they?
1: So we had um, a lawyer, Tamar Luzzatto from Luzzatto Group, uh, coming and talking to them about uh, IP and how IP can benefit your startup, an early stage startup, and what you need to mm. uh, think about we have we will have someone coming and talking about uh, funding, which is always the biggest uh, question mark in 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 the startup life and we are having someone from Google um, Dana Berger, head of uh, ways in Israel yeah uh, she will talk about the, t- the transfer between a startup to corporate yeah. Um, tools of ux ui so all kind of tools
0: but uh, correct me if i'm wrong but none of that strikes me as having to do with differences between men and women right like funding is just a pain in the ass for everyone right or or am i
2: wrong you're wrong i'm wrong okay
1: (laughs) so the numbers for funding i just shared a post about it um is really low for females yeah in general okay but if you deep dive into those numbers and you look at black female founders or if you look at the team so for example as ours all female founders team the numbers drop really seriously really? so uh, yeah it is a barrier and if you look at the investors there are not a lot of women there right? right, right, right but is, so again is
0: that a um,
1: it's not that there are biased, yeah but but uh, but they are, in terms of usually, you know, when you sit in front of someone, you would, um, y- I think, people invest in people like them, mm. so they used to, you know, yeah. Uh, and also, I think that that the again, there are not a lot of women coming there or heading to the to the funding race because there are not a lot of uh, yeah. uh, mm. female-led startups
0: so i i take a i take a romantic view of of venture capital investing. I know that it's not like this in practice, but the idea would be they always say it it's about the people right yeah and like i it's such a it's a cliche but if you if you drill down into that it's it's not necessarily the people but it's the virtues that they embody, yeah and then they put into practice when they run their company, so it's honesty it's responsibility it's um you know generosity kindness like all these kinds of things so they really care about their customers like these are things that are going to propel you to be really successful perseverance right which you showed so when you say that um you know these investor types they invest in people like them one would hope that they would invest in the people who embody the virtues that you know make wonderful people right regardless of sex But you're saying it doesn't work like that.
1: It also, I think, also relates to the verticals or the experience. Mm. So in Israel, for example, the ecosystem is very deep tech startups. So if you go out, I just came back from Slash in Helsinki. A lot of investors and uh, VCs that uh, are very enthusiastic about consumer, for example. Okay. uh, but here in Israel, the ecosystem is really focused on deep tech, cyber, fintech, and so on. Right. So, and on in, the, in those area, if you look at the numbers of female that are, you know, yeah, um, have the experience in those areas, the numbers again are low. So, think of a female founder establishing a cyber tech startup. Uh, there are not a lot of them. There are, but not a lot of them um and a lot of the verticals that uh, f- that female founders are establishing are different so there's a lot of femtech for example which mm. is a rising a really rising category in the health tech what what is interesting.
0: what what are examples of femtech
1: so all kind of female uh body issues can be mm. again um, it can be uh, fertility it can be uh, oh, okay uh,
0: and that doesn't fall under like biotech or something like something like that.
1: It, it, There's a subcategory that, oh, okay. that is called femtech. Okay. Um,
0: you mentioned something interesting about um in Israel their main the biggest fields of technology companies here are like cyber and fintech and you know let's face it pre- pretty boring stuff, right? Um but scalable and you know very valuable and all that. So um and you said that there's not a lot of women represented in that. Do you think that that, rep, um, do you think that that reflects a difference in interests between men and women in terms of, like, and I don't mean this in a, in the wrong way, but like your startup deals with family and connect and like social connections, people, right, um, which traditionally speaking was uh, a, a female. Thing, female domain Um whereas like cyber it's like tools and you know like there's that whole divide between men and women and their interests is that part of the explanation as well
1: it it's it's not the explanation but it yeah, yeah, is the part of, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah it's it's uh, it's a barrier again right because i i am a female and then i'm dealing with uh, a family which which sounds again uh um very feminine, if right. I can say. Right. Um or you know, tapping into lifestyle and so on. So it's it's uh Yeah. It okay. is it is I I think it's a barrier. Um yeah. but I think that what brought us to what we are now um is first not giving up and adopting and being very agile and yeah. listening to the consumer or to the customers. Um,
0: I told you, you're gonna buy all the <laughs> all the FamTech shit and just put it under your roof.
1: And 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 also, I think um, it's interesting for us to build this category. So we like to being the like being a pioneer in that category is exciting. Yeah, uh, it's hard. But it's exciting. It's kind of um, breaking this barrier that you just shared. Yeah. Or the, the, the boundaries between what's, what's relevant for a female founder or what's not.
0: Oh, um, I don't, I don't want to phrase it like that. I mean, I think everything is relevant. Yeah, right? I know.
1: But, uh, um, you know, the assumptions that we have towards mm-hmm. that. So if you yeah. think of a social platform for families, immediately you will imagine maybe a female founder.
0: Do you do you think that there is a way to equalize, you know, that that discrepancy of men and women in fields like cyber and fintech, and then on rise, you know,
1: no, go like back to the education, the yeah. army, which is really an important step in the civil life of an Israeli person. Um, so it goes back really, really back <laughs> to the education, early education. even.
0: Yeah. So. I'm just curious, but in in the in your mind, the Israeli system, and let's just focus on this one for a second drills into the heads of young girls and young boys. you do this and you do that
1: hundred percent and
0: then from there on, the trajectory is set and
1: hundred percent
0: yeah you don't think that uh kids choose their uh their interests or, or their interests choose them in, in a way?
1: they do some of them are very present persistent about it but uh yeah. but society gives us so many feedback about what's wrong what's right what mm. you should do what is the right channel or the right path for each one of us uh,
0: that's definitely true so, especially as a startup founder how many people thought you're you're crazy still still
1: <laughs> most of them how do you deal with that Um, I think I kind of like it. Oh. But, um, it's, again, it's a, it's a profession that I chose. I chose to be an entrepreneur. I could choose to be a doctor, an engineer, a teacher, anything. I chose this profession. It's a profession. It's a crazy one, but this is what it is. And I like it. And I think I'm, I'm also good at it. So I was a lawyer in the beginning. Oh, yeah. Uh, for a few years, I studied law in Tel Aviv University.
0: How, uh, what made you decide not that wasn't for you?
1: I think what made me decide that it is for me in the beginning was wrong. So I'm very mm. geeky. I did a path of mathematics and physics and so on in school. Wow. Uh, I think I was supposed to be an engineer. So my father is an engineer. My brothers are an engineer. My sister is an engineer. <laughs> but... Um, I don't know, I found You're a myself. social engineer. You're putting yeah, you families exactly. together. <laughs> um but okay. I found myself in studying law and then I th- I I quickly understood that it's not the place that I shine, I think. Um yeah, and moved towards uh, entrepreneurship. Yeah. You're also an entrepreneur, what you're doing, so <laughs> it's uh like having initiatives and just you know uh, executing them.
0: All right, so let's let's have a let's have a meeting of the souls for a second. What is you know when you think about all the problems that you have to solve every day, right? It's a pain in the ass. What and you wake up in the morning it's like, "Okay, I've got to do this this, 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 and no one else is going to do it," right? What gets you out of bed in the morning to say fuck it i'm i'm gonna tick all those boxes today and then
1: some so first of all my kids me too <laughs> and again the, the alarm breaks at six thirty every morning i need to go out of bed right no one will take them to school <laughs> or make le- their lunch box <laughs> um but yeah, oh, so oh, first, your kids get you out of bed. I yeah, say. yeah. But <laughs> okay. uh, but again, family life is really important to me, and I do try to balance. Um, I I love being a mother. Uh, yeah, uh, I was a mother at a really young age, and I, I really like being a mother. But I think if I if I look at the uh, at my startup, first of all, I'm not alone. So I have my mm. co-founders together with me and this is really important because when i thought about it's july as we call it it's july 1.0 um i was a solo founder Mm. and nothing was done and it was really difficult for me and i quickly understood that i cannot be a solo founder i need my team and my co-founders um and and i was so happy to find them um how did you find them so Tal, the CMO, Tal Narkis, she's, uh, she was a mother uh, to Hili, which is a friend of my Danny. So we are, basically we're in the same kindergarten together. Um, <laughs> That's amazing. And I really wanted her to join.
0: Uh, what made you, now I'm, now I'm really curious. So what made you want, what, what did you see in her that you're like, okay, we need to so do? So first
1: of all, we clicked very immediately. We are not, the kind of parents that are very involved in the community or very involved with the parent, both of us. So this clicked us right away. Okay. Um <laughs> I I had um some coffees with her, just brainstorming about it July and I quickly um again understood that she might be the right person. Mm. She was working then. Did she give uh, you hints?
0: Like, mm, maybe she,
1: mm, she was helping a lot, but always I'm just helping. I'm not gonna <laughs> join. What a liar. <laughs> I'm just helping. Um COVID hit and changed like all the game for a lot of us, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and and she actually got an offer, a really good offer to join a corporate. Um but she chose it July. Wow. Yes. That was a wow for me as well. What a compliment to you. Yeah, not just to me, but yeah, but uh, to the idea, to the passion, to us, like as a a team, as partners. Um, And Lee, she's in charge, she's the CEO, she's doing product and operation. Okay. She grew up in Hong Kong. She was born in Israel, but they moved to Hong Kong when she was young. Mm -hmm. My parents moved to Hong Kong as well when I was uh, a soldier for five years. Okay. with my younger siblings so my younger sister and Lee were best friends there wow. so I know her from there Okay. then she moved to New York to study and came to Israel um, I think almost 10 years ago uh, she did uh, um, an MBA in Tel Aviv and uh, was working here in the startup scene for the past decade almost uh, and we met just for our coffee. Uh,
0: this was already after you launched?
1: We were, no, we were in the beginning. So we began working uh, May 2020, officially. So yeah. We began a little bit before, but officially. And she joined, I think, in July. So two months later.
0: Okay. And something about her that, that, that the two of you decided,
1: yeah, we need to have her on board as well, or? She's she's an executor and the mind behind almost everything. She's a, an autodidact. Okay. Right, yeah. Like she's a very, and she has like a very tech mind. Mm-hmm. Um, so she onboarded immediately so many tools and uh, hacks that we can, you know, go faster and faster and so on. Okay so uh, it took a while until she was she became an equal co-founder but it was very fast in terms of uh, yeah. the life of a startup
0: yeah wow um so i i i want to just go back to my question though um because you, you accused me of being an entrepreneur which i'm i'm still getting over that offense but um <laughs> <laughs> but um what, what drives you i mean what you no know, you, you took my question literally what what gets yeah. you out of bed right you said the kid is the alarm clock but like literally yeah. you know
1: so I think every day the... is a
0: struggle and then you gotta say okay f- let's go
1: but again it's your struggle when you are a teacher and you struggle when you are a doctor and yeah. you struggle when you interview people or have yeah. to you know uh, order the space and then I invite the right speaker and such a struggle <laughs> but no but everything is a struggle yeah. life is a struggle yeah, but yeah. I enjoy this struggle so I enjoy building something from zero I enjoy seeing our maybe when I can share that almost every night so we have a dashboard of our uh, users or families and I go in like many times a day but during the evening before I go to sleep so it's not in the in the morning. Yeah. I go over the the details of the family. So the profiles mm. and the bios mm-hmm. and the pictures. Mm-hmm. And you see real people, real people like me and you joining something that I or we have built um and solving them a real problem and giving them value. Yeah. Real value. Yeah this excites me really excites me so uh and, and whenever i need i just open it and uh, it gives me like new energy
0: it's also just like how else would you spend your day yeah you know when you when you have that kind of feedback that's yeah,
1: <sighs> yeah. Know. So again, so it's acquisition, it's lifetime value, retention, engagement, all of those metrics that I need to prove and show and, and, and yeah, to yeah, yeah. investors. But at the end of the day, I'm seeing families joining our platform. Yeah. Hysterically, like we have amazing numbers. Yeah. Uh, with very tight means, if I can share.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. It's funny because when you when we first met that random day, couple yeah, last week was it?
1: Uh, yeah, two weeks ago maybe.
0: Just for the benefit of the listeners, yeah. all this. So, uh, so I had booked. Speaking of struggle, I had booked uh, a session. Uh, last minute cancellation. I needed someone to to talk to. <laughs> I need someone to talk to. Um, I went downstairs. I just asked random people. You were un- unfortunately one of my victims. You for some reason said <laughs> yes. Um, And this was a week ago, and here we are, or two weeks ago, whatever it was. Um, Where was I going with this? I already forgot. Um, Fuck it, move on. Okay.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But it's just sharing about our first uh, meeting. Um, Yeah, I was interested also to see this room and how it operates. (laughs) No, i'm just kidding but um you weren't even No, we were that. talking like it was it w- how was my how was
0: my uh my sales pitch was, was i
1: uh, I'm here right right <laughs> so 100% success yeah
0: yeah i'm 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 really um my whole game is is uh i'm just trying to be genuine really and when you told me oh that's what it was now i remembered you said you wanted to be uh, Tinder for families. Which you know, the, my first reaction was like, oh, that that sounds yeah. terrible. But then, you know, I thought about it. You explained it to me, and it's like, you know what? I can't really see a downside. To, like, how how can this go wrong? I can't, I can't really picture it. You know. Like, wh- what's the worst that can happen? The F- families get together, and they're like, meh. You know, there's no real deep emotional risk here. Um. You know, which at the end of the day, like our, our, our existence is, is sort of tied, anchored to our emotional response to things, you know. And we, we try to move away from the things that make our existence unpleasant, and we try to move more and more to the things that make life enjoyable, right? And so if you if you, like a Tinder, you go on a bad date, you can come home feeling, holy shit, I'm never going to find love, this is horrible. And that's like, that's the benign version of things. Like it can go really, really wrong, right? Really, really wrong. But this, you know, for me, it's like, there's probably only upside of this, no?
1: That's a good point. Um, I think also, I'm not sure what you talked about in the dating session that you (laughs) had uh, before me. I'm going to listen to it Uh because I'm really interested about it. (laughs) But I think that um, if you research about matching platforms, Mm -hmm. you will see that. It's not just about dating or single. Uh, there are apps, matching apps today for so many different segments. So yeah. Finding Friends Tinder now added, or not now, but recently added the option to find friends, not just uh, oh, cool. partners. And Bumble has it for a long time. And there are HR companies that are using matching platforms to match between employees and employers. Yeah. Uh, so, a lot of segments are using that. So, it's just taking something that works Yeah. and saying Tinder for families is, might have a, a bad um, angle to it just because what, what we think about when we say Tinder, yeah. but the idea is to just in three words explain that this is a matching platform yeah. for families. Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: No, it's also like when you say it's a matching platform for families, it's, you know, you're but then you say Tinder for a family, and then you're, well, okay, yeah, you're kind of in the general area of like, okay, exactly. there's a matching thing, and there's photos, and there's interests, and you want to get together. Like that, 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 that far you've, I've gotten. Yeah. Right. And very, very quickly. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Again, it's a form of commu- communication that um, the young generation or millennials are really used to. So it's just using that tinder yeah tinder yeah oh, this is yeah tinder as a matching platform the swiping idea right of, of finding something using the swiping uh tool
0: yeah although the people that you want to target i guess presumably would be on on that on that cutoff right that dinosaurs like you and i that weren't on the dating apps
1: um, not in particular. A lot of our families have young children. I think that, mm. again, that if we look at the loneliness, so especially young families with young children uh, um, who are not in so many... Um, um, how to say it? Um... um establishments or frames like uh, schools, kindergarten and so on. Yeah. So they don't have a lot of options to yeah. meet like-minded friends. Uh, but we have families who join and add their dogs as a child. <laughs> we have grandparents uh, raising now we're their, yeah, their grandchildren. Yeah. Yeah. So many interesting families um, in the platform.
2: Cool.
0: Um, Tamar, let's wrap it up. So... Yeah. I just want to say thank you for, uh, first, (laughs) thank you for uh, talking to this psycho a couple of weeks ago. But um, no, this was fun. And uh, I wish you good luck.
1: Thank you. And thank you for inviting me.
0: No, of course. My pleasure. (laughs) Alrighty.